Welcome to the Brisbane Broker Podcast, hosted by the Newstick Group. Each month, our brokers discuss the latest updates in the mortgage broking and finance industry to help our listeners better understand the scope of buying, investing, and refinancing property. A quick disclaimer, our podcast contains information that is general in nature, and we recommend seeking the guidance of a financial services professional to acquire financial advice. Now, let's get into today's episode. Howdy and welcome to another episode of the Brisbane Broker Podcast. My name is Bobby and I'm joined here today with Cade French. Cade, hey. how are you going? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, nice early morning uh, Monday record today, so yeah. there's a bit going on. <laughs> but, I, uh, I like it. I, I like it as well. Um, yeah, busy morning. Yeah, it has been busy. Yeah, it's but, so good to be doing it. Yeah, yeah, smashed out the big ones this morning and then, yeah, a bit to get into after this. But yeah. um, how, how was your weekend? Great. Yeah, really good. Mother's Day. Yes, it was. It yep. was. I made a lot of wood-fired pizzas. That's good. Yeah. Did you share them? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get up to? Uh, I went up to Bundaberg to catch up with my mum. Uh, yep. Really nice. Hung out with the turtles and yep. drank some rum, all, all of that stuff. Yeah, nice. In Bundaberg. <laughs> uh, classic. <laughs> that is why. But um, you know what we do here. We, we we catch up, we talk, we talk about the industry. Some would call it Borker talk. Some would. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we definitely do. But, um, okay, what's going on at the Newstead Group? Uh, yeah, a lot. Uh, still mm. still lots of movement. We we honestly thought that with the rates going up to where they are now and the, and the May increase, um, we would see it slowing down a little bit. Mm. Uh, but all I've really noticed is just... Um, uh, everyone's still moving. Uh, <laughs> refinances are happening. Purchases are happening. Commercial purchases. Yeah, nothing's really stopped. No, if I, anything, it's increased. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, fully agree. It's it's been it's been nuts. We did expect a bit of a lull. Yeah, but that really just hasn't happened. Yeah, <laughs> it hasn't. And um and we've had events happening too. Like a, yeah. a lot of things are happening. Mm. Um, uh, Ben Hutton. Yeah, uh, from one of the BDMs from one of our banking partners. He did a boxing fight, which shout, is pretty exciting. Shout out to Ben. Shout out to Ben. Uh, I went down to Melbourne for DreamHack, that esports. Yes, how was that? I think right. I think the last record we did was just before you went to that. It was. Yeah, it was. It was really good. It was mm. really good. I uh, went down, saw um, saw some really good esports. <laughs> <laughs> uh, went out for some drinks, and uh, it, it's just such a different vibe there um, for for esports and yeah. in general. Like it's. Uh, I went to this gaming bar called Fortress in yeah. Melbourne, and it's just this giant three-story <laughs> place for gaming. It was the weirdest thing to walk into, yeah. and it was packed. Like, I, I don't know, there must have been over a 1,000 people there Gee. just playing <laughs> games <laughs> and drinking. Did, did and say, I, It's just so weird. Did you say there were people like all crowded around watching one game like, uh, yeah, at so this bar? We had like a booth thing and we were pay, playing a Nintendo Switch yeah. uh, and we were playing Mario Kart on Nintendo Switch. Yeah, yeah. And I turned around behind me and there was probably about 30 or 40 people just standing behind us watching us play Mario Kart. Oh, right. uh, yeah, crazy. Get a load of this guy. <laughs> yeah, so come on, do a, do a trick. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, so that sounds good. Um, we've also been, it's been Pricing City. It has. Lots yes. and lots of pricing. We've got a pretty yep. exciting number to share on uh, our calculation of what's been saved, but yes. uh, we'll drop that soon. Yeah, thank, um, <laughs> thank you, Piper. Thank uh, you, Piper. Outside of that, you also spoke at the AFG Broker Roadshow. Gee whiz. Successfully. I did. I, did. <laughs> I, I went there and I uh, got interviewed by Ross yeah. uh, from AFG. Shout out to Ross. Yeah, and um, yeah, just had a good conversation about what's happening with broking and um, yeah, had a good chat with our peers and yeah. colleagues and mm. 
explained what we do differently. Yeah, yeah. And, it was um, a really good chat. And, it was fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. You you really nailed it, and it's it just cool to do. Great listening to different. you and Ross. Like, yeah. You've known each other for a long time and have good rapport as well. So yeah, good banter. Yeah, I think yeah. we have we have to get him on the pod. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yes, I mentioned um, we've been continuing with pricing uh, yes. that project we we had a whole episode about. Mm-hmm. But um, over the last thirty days, our financial analyst Piper has been very busy working through our list of all of all of our settled loans and ensuring the pricing is as sharp as it possibly can be. Um, our estimate in the last 30 days is that with this pricing, we've saved up to $435,854.74. Wow. With more to come. Wowee. That's, that's a lot of money. That's a crazy amount of money. It's crazy how the margins uh, for, for lenders can just incrementally go up to, mm. to that kind of value. I yeah. mean, even though it's across a portfolio of loans. Yeah. It's just such a scary thought that mm. you're just going through a day and every single day there's another cup of coffee added or another cost yeah. added yeah. that you, you're not even, I mean, you are benefiting from it, but you're not having a tangible outcome. You're not you're not getting something besides the house you already have. I know. That change in lifestyle and, and living costs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's really good stuff and we're just going to keep at it and... Mm. try to grow that number as it, much as it, we can. It's getting better. It um, is. Every single time uh, we, we look at the, the spreadsheet that we're working on, yeah. it's being upgraded or something's yeah. changing. It's getting more more effective. Yeah, that's uh, right. That's right. No, I, I love that. I love that number. Mm. Um, I, I should mention that's for the life of the loan, that and that's a calculation, but yep. Um, yep. still a huge amount of savings for our clients. Agreed, yeah. Fantastic. So um, what else are we seeing in the industry this month? Um, rates, of course, the uh, May, May, yep. May cash rate. Um, that came as a bit of a surprise for some, but I don't know. It's, it is what it is. Um, auctions. I, I'm, We're seeing them. Yeah, they, yeah. I feel like they're kind of back. They're back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> back, back in business, the auction closure rate, uh, sorry, the sale rate has actually gone up. Mm. Um, again, I think it was at 64 up to 74% yeah, yeah. for year on year. Um, so auctions are back. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's it's usually, usually certain types of properties are more prone to going to auctions. Yeah. Um, but uh, And when I say that, it's uh, houses in the... High value, yeah, yeah. higher value yeah. houses um, for for the most part, or higher mm. value apartment like security yeah. properties. But um, every now and then, you'll just see a two bed apartment go for auction yeah. as well for whatever reason. It's a weird thought, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Especially if it's on site, you're all kind of sitting on this couch, or <laughs> probably like my Mario Kart experience. Friends yeah. <laughs> gathered around. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, they're definitely back. So. Um, I'm having more and more conversations about auctions with the clients. Great. Yeah. But, um, product selections, I've still mostly had variable principal and interest. Yeah, pretty much the same part. for me. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my valuations have all been coming in good. How about you? Uh, some construction coming in a bit short. Oh, um, but besides that, everything's going well. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Good. Oh. All right. Um, outside of that, uh, it's worth noting that we've seen a decrease in uh, lender cashbacks. Yes, it's slowing few, down. Few banks have, have left the space. Mm. No more two thousand, four thousand dollars <laughs> like, for some. Yeah, free yeah. money. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. and then we kind of revert back to that figure of how much we've saved in interest. I know. And free money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, um, I, somebody mentioned that um, 
this upcoming quarter, some of the banks are just trying to cut down on or just yep. increase revenue. Yep. So cut down on those giveaways, I suppose. But uh, I think it's a loss. Um, the the figure went up uh, just this morning. The advisor posted that figure. The way they said that um, nowadays, uh, every single year, when you have clients or work as a broker. Uh, you, you usually lose 20% of your clients if you don't service them correctly. Mm. Uh, they, they move across to another lender. Uh, this year it's now 25% because of clawbacks. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, because of um, cashbacks. cashbacks. Mm. And w- what's happening is that that's not just for us, it's for the banks too. Mm. Imagine all these clients coming on, chopping and changing. Uh, it's costing more time yeah. than anything yeah. to, to work on these these loans and introduce them just exactly. to potentially lose them. Yeah. No, that's it. But um, but yeah. So s- some lenders have had these ongoing cashbacks for years now. But yep. um, they've announced an end date, and then there's others that they have they have like a three or six monthly yep. end date, and each time they get closer and closer, they say we're extending our yep. cashback. Rate. But uh, a lot of them are not extend, extending yeah. their cashbacks. Which, CBA. Yeah, that's They're one. Out. That's a big that's one. A long time. Yeah. Um, NAB are also out. Yep. Yep. Uh, but but yeah, just to name a couple. Yep. Some of the big big ones, um, but also interesting. Uh, mm. Economists are predicting that we're close to, if not the peak of rates. They are at yeah. the moment. I so. thought you were about to say the R word there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> not not saying that today. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, so we we heard from um, uh, the ANZ economist yeah. uh, the other day, yeah. and uh, she mentioned about potentially being at the peak or maybe 0.25 higher. Mm. So. We are not economists, no. and even economists come with a million different disclaimers. <laughs> so we, we're going to have a double disclaimer. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, it sounds sounds promising. Yeah, I know that would yeah. be such a welcome change to have some yeah. uh, just some stability with rates. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be really really good. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so we'll have to keep an eye on that. But but yeah, I, like you said, with economists, <laughs> I feel like every conference we go to, it's always prefaced with. We didn't expect this. <laughs> Did you see the disclaimer after the that slide? It just kind of flashed up on screen. <laughs> yeah, ten thousand words. Yeah, <laughs> uh, good. Um, so, uh, what what type of applications have you been working on this week? Yeah, lots of lots of refinances, mm. um, which is kind of uh, what we're going to talk about shortly. Mm. Um, just around fixed rates coming off of fixed, uh, refinancing yep. them. Um, also a lot of purchases. Mm. Yep, uh, working on uh, a lot of auction or pre-auction offers. Yep. Uh, generally, the properties that um, I'm seeing at the moment are kind of within that one to one point five range. Mm. Uh, even first home buyers. Yep. So a, a lot of savings have been built over the past few years, uh, which is the reason why um, they're trying to change a few things with the with the economy. Get get people to spend more money, but mm. now it keeps spending. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of backfired a bit, but. Essentially, uh, yeah, I'm seeing those kind of price points, that 1 to 1.5 mil mark. Yeah, cool. For, for apartments or townhouses. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I know. Uh, I, I've got a lot of the same, to be honest. Um, mm. Still a lot of first home buyers coming through. That yep. um, first home buyer guarantee is still active. It's great. It is great. Yeah. Th- this time last year, it was long gone. Yeah. Uh, but with the increase in spaces released uh, this current financial year, um, they're still out there, so it's fantastic. <laughs> and they, changing those rules as well is, they is are, great. They are. They've announced that um, this upcoming financial year they'll mm. extend it to even more people. Yes, such as siblings and permanent residents, and there, there's a bit more there. But we'll 
we'll delve into that when yeah there's a bit more concrete yeah stuff we'll, we'll out do there. an episode uh, yeah just, just on a rundown but that that was a great change yeah and, and more spots as well exactly. once again that's really really what we need i think that uh one thing that i'd like to say is the stamp duty concession that needs a complete oh, revision goodness i, I mean buying a place below 550 as a first home buyer nowadays mm. is it, it's tricky yeah like if you're anything outside of uh, a couple mm. uh, that's yep. really tricky it is tricky hey yeah it's um yeah, it's just been, it hasn't shifted for such a long time. Yeah. It's just yeah. not realistic where it is. It's not. Imagine having kids and trying to buy a first home and, yeah. and immediately you're penalized if you're trying to buy a property. Yeah, yeah. Uh, over, over other purchases. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, would love to see that change, but um, I don't know, that's a big ask. I think, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think they listen. <laughs> um, any movement in the investment space or any changes there for you? A uh, few, few investors mm. uh, coming out of the woodwork, uh, commercial mostly, yeah, uh, which yeah. is exciting. Uh, what about yourself? Uh, yeah, definite uh, spike in investors for myself. Um, mm-hmm. A few clients, yeah, I'd, that's the best way to describe it, out of the woodwork. They've kind of been lurking, <laughs> but yeah. uh, re- ready to act now, which is cool. Yeah, and, and you, I think you've been working on a commercial deal recently. Or you've I been have, yeah. There's, yeah, there's yeah. Um, a bit of stuff going on up in Bundaberg for an office we, space. We love and, Bundaberg. Yeah. It's, we keep mentioning <laughs> it. Every, every time we're working on something in Bundaberg. Yeah, it's a magnet for um, us. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, yeah. <laughs> we're up there. Yeah, and yeah. Um, you've also got a, a fun one going on. That I do. Yeah, but yeah. Tackling. <laughs> yeah, working on that. Yeah, a bit of a dojo. Yeah, you're, you're a dojo yeah. guy. Yeah, I know that client listens to this podcast <laughs> as well. So, hey, yeah, <laughs> we got you. You know what that means. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, good. Well, as we have done in the previous episodes, I just wanted to mention the uh, podcast referral program that we have running. Mm-hmm. And then we've got something else pretty exciting to we do. run through about that. And that's a secret. No one knows about that yet. Unless you've been on social media. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we've ever talked about it too much on social media. Mm. All right. Well, yep. regardless, yep. podcast promotion. Uh, so essentially, uh, if you refer a friend and they reach out to us to review their position and they use the secret code from this episode, yeah, we're still doing the secret code. It's, <laughs> yep. a, it's a fun one. I've got it um, later in the episode. Yeah. Uh, we will send you both a gift of some variety. Nice. That's fun. That's cool. Uh, however, if that friend or person does proceed to settlement, whether it's a refinance or mm-hmm. purchase or whatever it is, we will send you, the referrer, a $250 gift card. Crazy. Wild. Yep. Crazy. Why wouldn't you? Tell yeah, everyone. Crazy not to. Yeah. <laughs> I would just tell everyone. I yep. do. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that is that. And keep an ear mm-hmm. out for the uh, promotion code later in the episode. But more importantly, yeah, well, like, not more importantly, equally importantly, yeah. we're just going to give away $500. What? As a gift card. <laughs> just randomly. We decided that uh, all, all the clients we work with already, even if you're not referring, you are referring, you're just sitting at home. Uh, we, we've got you back. So we're going to randomly draw one of our clients, existing clients, yep. um, and just give them a gift card via email Wild. I ASAP. love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, <laughs> we've got the random number generator here, or random name generator to ready to go. Um, I don't know. Do you, do you just want to jump in? I'm just going to press it. All right, I'm cool. Just... Let's um, add a drum roll in, Dylan. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, let's run it. Okay, great. Here we go. We have got 
All right, empathic. Hey, hey, congratulations. There we are. 500 beans. <laughs> Boom, done, sending across today. That's wild. That's pretty cool. Imagine that. It's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, congratulations, M. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes. But, um, all right, well... I don't know. Are we yeah. going to do that again? Yeah, we'll do it every month. <laughs> I think it's just a fun thing to do. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it'd be fun to get. Oh, Imagine just sitting at home and just getting this great gift card. No it's, doubt it's, that would be fun to get. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> Far out. I love that. That's yeah. so much fun. I love that uh, name generator. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just a list of loans that are active. And then I, I've just got a number in Excel next to everyone. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah just run it. Oh, fantastic. Well, yeah. keep that. Save that for next time. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> but Probably add a few more names. Yeah, there. probably. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's jump into the topic of the episode. Uh, it's a pretty apt time to talk about this one. Uh, today we are talking mm-hmm. about the, the fixed rate cliff. Yes. So a lot of people have probably heard about this in the news. It's a bit doom and gloom posting on, on the news websites, on, uh, on yeah, all news platforms, really. But um, so, but but it, it's already starting to impact people. But um, the fixed rate cliff, it, it's here. It's twenty twenty three. A lot of people took out um, these fixed rate loans early yeah. 2020, 2021. Yeah. But um, so what what is the fixed rate cliff for those who sure. aren't aware? Yeah. So essentially, uh, two or three years ago, you take out a fixed fixed rate loan. Uh, your rate may be uh, somewhere between one point eight nine and two point five nine, depending on which lender you go through, what the term is. And, and your payments are locked in. So essentially, it's it's kind of like paying rent, except you're slowly repaying your mortgage. You generally don't pay much extra. Uh, you just plot along. Now, uh, the fixed rate cliff is essentially where all those clients that are fixed in their rates are starting to come off of that fixed rate. They may have already, or they're about to. And the cliff is essentially a, a large amount of home loans right now are locked in. Hmm. And as soon as they come off, immediately your repayment is going to change. Mm. And the current economy and the current rates, where they are now, um, as we mentioned before, might be their peak or close to their peak, according to economists, <laughs> you're going to be paying a lot more. Uh, no matter how you look at this scenario, if you fixed in uh, around then at that kind of rate, you, you're you going to be paying a lot more. Yeah. You, you've got to get used to that and you've got to prepare for that. So just to clarify, um, upon maturity of the fixed rate, the standard practice is to revert to that lender's current variable rate. Correct. Yeah. Some Sometimes it can be a little bit higher even if mm. you don't negotiate mm-hmm. because they might take off a discount that you never got in the first place because you went fixed. Yeah. So you might even come up to like a mid 6% rate. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's rough. Yeah. And, and so... Uh, to put that in perspective, if if you had a rate around the two percent mark, or let's just even say under three, um, but some of them are under two. Yeah, it, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, you're coming off of that, and all of a sudden, your interest rate is three to four percent higher than mm. what you have been paying for the last two to three years. Yep. Wild. <laughs> it really is, and. Luckily, we, we do uh, advise all of our clients of what's happening and everyone's aware of the rate rises mm-hmm. and we send out emails all the time. Yeah. But for, for some clients out there that maybe don't check their emails or they've unsubscribed, mm. which we don't recommend, yeah. <laughs> uh, you might be coming into a really different scenario. Mm. Or, or if you went through the bank direct and now yeah. it's coming up and nobody's really been in touch with you, 
you, you might be coming to a really tricky time. Mm. And we've got some tips for you. Luckily. We do. We do. We can run through what to do to prepare. Yeah. For, for that fixed rate cliff. And because it, it it's very important to prepare because some people, if their financial position was stronger when they took out that um, that loan, that's going to be really difficult uh, when they yeah. when they come off of that uh, fixed rate period. So when a client applies for a loan uh, back then, we applied a buffer, and I think the floor rate was five point five. So That's essentially, right. if you could afford five point five percent while you're on a two percent loan, um, essentially we we could service the loan uh, because we could see that rates would probably go up to about that, or that they could potentially go up to that. Rates are now higher than that, mm. so out completely out of our control. Back then, if you could afford it, right now you may not be able to, or you may have to to pinch some pennies or mm. find a budget or a strategy to prepare yourself for that change. And even though we're kind of talking in doom and gloom, uh, which you, I'm sure you see on the media all the time, it's not really the case. Um, we can still prepare you for those kind of changes. Mm. And it might just mean tightening up for a little bit. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So uh, what are we doing at the Newstead Group to assist our clients? Sure. So we have our six-month check-in. So yeah. we send out an email six months before the fixed rate comes up mm-hmm. just to have a conversation, prepare for that change. Yeah. Uh, and then we do another follow-up at two months or, or three months, depending yeah. on the broker, uh, just to have a chat and... Uh, understand what's going to happen and and get ready and maybe even refinance. But the big things that we do is firstly understand what the repayment could change to. And uh, then from there, the goal would be to start paying that amount or preparing to pay that amount now. Yeah. Like put put that money in savings, the difference. Mm. It might be maybe $200 a week or $150 a week or whatever it might be. Just grab that money and just transfer it to another account and savings just to see that you can do it. Just start that habit early so it's less of a shock when it comes to it. Correct. And when the time comes, you'll already know if it's going to be too hard or or if you have to make other changes. Yeah, and usually when we go through expenditure, there's a lot of variables there. I mean, there's a lot of people that have memberships and, you know, do, do you really need... Stan, Disney, Netflix, Prime. Mm. There are things that you can cut pretty quickly without having a direct impact on your lifestyle. Personally, I've got a two streaming service policy in, yep. in my That's house. A good policy. Yeah. And I just borrow others from my friends. I just, <laughs> yep. I and, and provide my logins <laughs> to other friends. Like, yep, yep. It, Sharing is caring. Yeah. Not yep. everybody should have every <laughs> service. <laughs> That's not what we're here to talk about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there, there's a lot of things that you can probably cut out of your lifestyle in a good way or change service providers. So we, we kind of go through that. Obviously, we don't. Um, you know, micromanage the process, but we can just give some advice around it. Mm. We look at living expenditure all the time. We can see what somebody's doing, what what's abnormal, what's normal. And when we categorize living expenditure, we can see what's usually higher than the average household. Yeah. So we can kind of determine that. As an example, sometimes I see a, uh, a single applicant with a electricity bill of $600 per quarter. It just makes me think... <laughs> What's, what's going on? What's going on over there? <laughs> a, bit, a bit of Bitcoin mining. <laughs> but a bit of Tesla charging. That could be that. <laughs> but we, we just look at these things and it can identify different things that you can cut back on. And these are some things you just might not have realized or, or understood yourself because you don't like to look through those things. Mm. So we can run through that with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah and absolutely. also we can refinance a loan too. Yeah, exactly. And that can get your rate down sometimes. You can get some better customer service. Cashbacks are going out the window. So mm. there's still some opportunities there at, the, at this point in time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're there, we're there to support you. Yeah, I, I think that's the the big one, just mm. preparing for those increased repayments because there's no other way to dodge them. They're going to yeah. be high. Yeah, it's um, it, it's worth mentioning as well that 
even though we were assessing at 5.5% uh, mm. a few years ago and the rate now at that, if the financial position of an applicant hasn't improved or maybe they've taken on more debt, that, mm -hmm. it, that is going to be difficult to, it is. to find a fit yeah. because we are now assessing at 85 to 9% yes. to be able to service a loan. So just being as prepared as across it as you can be uh, yeah. is all you can do really. That's exactly right. And we will do that for every single client we have coming off the yep. fixed rate. Yep. And um, luckily, uh, when I've checked in with a lot of clients over the past few years, um, their position has changed quite positively. Yeah. Um, not many have gone into a negative position. Mm. With, with rates going up, it's quite a hard decision to take on more debt at times uh, to factor in lifestyle. Uh, we're, we're really good at educating at the same time. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure there are quite a few people out there and we're willing to help. So yeah. uh, give us a call. Yeah. So... The people coming off a fixed rate loan, mm -hmm. do you think, do you think they, if that was their first home, it was on a fixed rate uh, product, do you think they will be more comfortable going with a fixed rate or a variable rate into uh, once that matures? And it's a hard one to recommend because, well, it's not hard, but <laughs> uh, every circumstance differs. But um, I, I think that will be interesting to see that mentality because mm. so many of these clients and uh, I had a figure, I think it was about 880,000 households are maturing off fixed rate products this year. Wow. And I didn't know that figure. Yeah. <laughs> that makes complete sense. Yeah. So um, it, I think it will be really interesting to see mm. um, the shift in mindset Yeah, from fixed rate products to variable. My conversations with clients that have come off fixed have always been, should I fix in straight away? Mm. And um, I guess the answer to that is, it's up to you. Yeah. It's it's your call. Uh, do you want to fix in? Um, based on what we said about the economists, and once again, disclaimer, 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 yeah. <laughs> they're expecting rates to potentially peak or go down. So if you're fixing in your rate at today's rate, maybe that might not be as advantageous. Mm. It just yeah. really depends. Uh, yeah. But if you go variable, you can always fix it in if rates go up again. Yeah. So, uh, like, hypothetically, let's say it went fully variable and then rates went up next month, you could fix it in mm. if you wanted to. Yeah. But if you're fixed and, and rates went down next month, to break it's going to cost you money. That's it. That's so, it. I mean, um, I have a personal preference. Everyone's going to have their own personal preference. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, I, I think it's interesting as well that for the past two, mm. two years or so, the people on these products have been, like, bragging about their <laughs> fixed rate. I know, I get that a lot. It's, it's funny, isn't it? It's such a funny thing for somebody to brag about an interest rate. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, I get it. Yeah. Um, um, good for you. <laughs> but, um, I, and it, it's been valid as well because yeah. rates have skyrocketed. But um, yeah. uh, that, it's kind of best case scenario mm -hmm. for those who have fixed at this really low rate and then they're yeah. coming off and then they're able to repay at the higher rate. That's, yeah. they've, They've won the game if yeah. <laughs> if uh, they're in that camp. But um, yes. the I think the 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 cliff or the scary part about this cliff, uh, mm. which I don't love that term by the way. But I, 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 it's a real fear, fear mongering term. Yeah, isn't I it? know. Yeah. Um, but I, I I just think the big concern around the cliff, mm. like it's it's not going to be a problem for everyone, but just mm -hmm. those financial positions that have not improved. Yeah. But um, yeah. with a, as much preparation as possible. Mm. You can be, you can brave the storm. Yeah, and it, it kind of just goes into my servicing mindset where where I had a lot of clients um, three years ago 
that could uh, be on maybe sixty, seventy thousand dollars a year, single applicant, and maybe look at buying that unit four hundred thousand, mm. uh, and now servicing's close around two seventy or something as a yep. purchase price. So yeah. it's it's a very big shift in mindset, um, and I, I guess if you are a little bit worried about it, speak like honestly, speak to us. Yeah, speak to speak to your bank, speak to us. We can go through it, uh, drill down a little bit, mm. and. Um, and work out how to weather that that storm, or at yeah. least implement those changes. Yeah. We can't give you specific budgeting advice, but simultaneously, we're, we're happy to at least run through it. Absolutely, yeah. always happy to have the conversation. Yes, yeah. Um, I think it's interesting to think about as well. Um, so, a few years ago, you mentioned the the benchmark uh, assessment rate was at five point five. Mm-hmm. We've now got a hardwired three percent on top of. Whatever rate we're using, that's got to change. Yeah, <laughs> that's got to change. They're, they're talking about changing that to one point five. Uh, the idea of assessing an interest rate, uh, say for example, th- this is the issue that that uh, Bobby's mentioning here. It's it's about you come off your fixed rate. You're on one point eight nine, two point oh nine, uh, whatever it might be. You're to a rate of five point seven percent. Just hypothetically, you jumped onto this rate, and you, there's another lender out there at five point two four percent or whatever it might be. You can potentially shift across there, but the thing is that right now you can't afford to change even though you're stuck on that first loan because the bank's assessment metrics changed. So essentially they're, they're kind of like, um, I think the term they used once again, a term I don't like, <laughs> I didn't mortgage prisoners. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you've got this, these two terms right now, this fixed rate cliff, mortgage prisoner, all these <laughs> terrible, terrible words that... Uh, I would never string together unless I was trying to get uh, some kind of <laughs> bite from the general public. But th- these are the terms that are being used. And essentially, you're stuck with this bank uh, in this scenario. And uh, I guess what we're hoping for is is not to to get as much money from the banks from for existing clients that want to max out their borrowing capacity. Mm. Our goal is actually to refinance clients yep. uh, into a better position. Yeah. Yep. That, that's, <laughs> so cool. that? that's our goal. Uh, so maybe... If we're refinancing, maybe there's a one point five percent buffer, mm-hmm. uh, and then for purchases, maybe they do a three yeah. percent buffer. Yeah. I'm I'm down for that. Yeah, the three percent is yeah brutal. <laughs> it is, and the idea of just refinancing a client to save money and not being able to do it just goes against every mm. uh, ethical principle that I have. Yeah, I know. Um, to to help someone. Yeah, yeah. If, they, if they've got the repayment history or like positive repayment history yeah. there, yeah. Ha- haven't missed anything, yep. like that should carry some weight. How about if the repayment's lower on the next loan, no buffer? Mm. I don't know. I'm just throwing out ideas. Yeah. I'm just throwing them out there. Good throw. Thank you. Oh, I, I'd catch that. Back. <laughs> yep. get hopefully uh, hopefully old, they're listening. Good old P-Low on the phone. Oh, classic P-Low. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's also kind of cool that there is one lender out there at the moment who they're actually discounting maturity rates for people coming off to, uh, fixed rate loans. Okay. And that is a lender that uh, operated in the first home loan deposit scheme, yes. as it was called back then. Yeah. Um, but they're doing that for settlements between, April, oh, not settlements, sorry, um, uh, fixed rate maturities between April and August. Say or the name. Great Southern Bank. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Shout <Gotcha>. out. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Yeah, name and unshame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think that's a really good initiative. Mm. Um, it'd be good if that period was a bit longer, but yeah. uh, I don't know. Some banks are doing what they can to... I really respect that. Yeah. I think any bank that proactively goes out of the way to, to lose potential profit mm. but puts somebody in a position where they can survive yeah. or, or survive at a, 
and a better lifestyle. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah, absolutely. Props to them and um, props to all the bankers out there that are actually looking at this scenario and going, what can we do mm. to, to help? Yeah. I, yeah, I feel like there will be more initiatives like that announced yeah. and, um, yeah, I, I guess stay tuned for that. Yeah, yeah, it's something to look forward to. I mean, it's a better trade-off than hardship. Mm. I mean, hardship, you lose repayments for a set period of time when yeah. you go to a bank. Alternative is they find a way to make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, love it. Alrighty, um, I think we've covered off on that rate to get in pretty well. Yeah, um, <laughs> rate to get in. <laughs> that's uh, trademark, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but uh, let, let's jump into some listener questions. Yeah, um, I'll ask this one for you, Cade. Uh, sure. When should I commence the refinance process? Uh, I would say about sixty days out. So I, I think I mentioned this before, but six months before you should at least get a general idea of what you can do or what's going to happen and uh, to prepare yourself. And then about 60 days out from the fixed rate uh, expiration, talk to us. Yeah. Because we can get the documents together. It it might even take 60 days just to refinance. Mm. But if you're on a fixed rate, like a really low fixed rate, we will push out the settlement date till day one of the fixed rate releasing. Yeah. Just so you can get that rate for as long as possible Mm. before taking on board that additional cost. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. I I think that is a... Uh, something that a lot of clients might not realize that we can mm. push out that settlement date really easily for a refinance. Yeah, um, it's it's not like a purchase where you've got a hardwired date mm-hmm. that you have to settle by. Yep, um, we've got a bit more flexibility around that one. So yeah, big fan of that. Yep, big... I'll, I'll I'll ask you the next one on this. Okay, okay. All right, fixed or variable? Oh, easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's only one answer. <laughs> Uh, we did mention this a bit yep. throughout the episode as well. It's really circumstantial, comes down to personal preferences and just understanding what the trade-off is both ways. Yep. Um, happy medium, if you're if you're not sure, just split it. Yeah. Fix some of it, yep. variable the rest. You get the best of both worlds. You get the certainty of knowing what repayments are yeah. uh, on the fixed portion and then the benefit of being able to offset or redraw on the variable portion mm-hmm. so you can reduce the interest payable over there. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's a secret. Yeah. But um, you can, it can be done. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I, I think a lot of thought should be put in at the moment as to whether yeah. you go fixed or split even yeah. just because... Yeah, rates are really high, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> but if you can afford it, if that yep. um, gives you more comfort going that way, go yep. that way. Yeah. Now I've got this is another one for you as well, actually. Mm. Uh, I'm going to auction. Congratulations! I, thank you. Do I risk using my deposit? Uh, I think that's losing. That's, that's losing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do I risk losing my deposit, and what can be done to reduce that risk? Well. That is a risk uh, yep. of going to auction. If you uh, success, yeah, if you're successful at auction and um, you get the contract, mm-hmm. you do risk losing your deposit, or yep. at least your five or ten percent deposit that's required Eight. on the day. Yes, crazy. It's the risk of an auction that you don't have a finance clause in place. Yeah, but um, I guess there are a number of things that can be done to reduce that risk. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them having a fully assessed pre-approval in place before Huge. going to auction, yep. that means you just have the bank in your corner. Like they've already looked at your financial position. They know all of the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, the biggest variable at that point would be the valuation coming in on the money. Yep. Um, a few players we can have there as well. If the valuation comes in short, maybe yep. we can contest it or 
compare it to other comparable sales mm -hmm. or flip lenders, different value. Like, yeah. we'll do everything possible to make sure yeah. you don't lose that deposit. But yeah. the reality is it's a possibility. Amazing. Yeah. 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 Scary, but um, <laughs> like that's, but yeah, we'll, we'll do everything we can. The, uh, we did have the one out first, yeah, I guarantee, yeah. but we kind of covered that off before. Yeah. All right. I think we're close to wrapping it up. Um, yeah. As promised, though, I did mention that I would drop the uh, secret code you did. to tell your friends. Um, I made this cryptic so you wouldn't know what it was. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> well, as we all know, and we celebrate in our own different ways, today mm. is National Kangaroo Care Awareness Day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that coming. It's like K Carey Day. There's no way I would have guessed kangaroo. Yeah. Well, you were jumping ahead in the last episode. <laughs> uh, but That's yes, um, and for that reason, today's code word is kangaroo. Mm -hmm. You know those little guys? Yep. 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 Um, Love them. Kangaroo Awareness Day. Um, but yes, <laughs> you use the code word kangaroo yes. <laughs> uh, for the podcast referral scheme. Amazing. And I guess that almost wraps it up, but what, what's going on this weekend? What's oh, the plan? it's a little way away. It's Monday morning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, boring answer. Not a lot planned. Okay, sure. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, There's nothing wrong with that answer. Probably go to Function Well, yep. do a Metcon, Gym it up. get a bagel. Yep. Just classic That's weekend stuff. That's what I do as well. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit yep. earlier than me. <laughs> yeah, I want to watch uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. The new oh, one. yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 Haven't seen it yet. I heard a review of on that. It's a good. It was a good review. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> but that's only yeah. one review. But uh, but yeah, that sounds good. Oh, yeah. probably catch up with some mates, play some pinball. Nice. Yeah, cool. Watch some football. Might uh, well, I guess I better jump off and send uh, M Papik hey. a gift card. Congratulations, Woo. M. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Well, as usual, thank you for listening, everyone. Please follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook. And Instagram, all, yes. of, all of those ones where either Brisbane Broker Podcast or the Newstead Group or both, you'll find it. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks. <laughs> See you guys. Right. Bye. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe to our podcast to keep up with our latest releases and follow us on Instagram at Brisbane Broker Podcast. The Newstead Group's brokers are fully accredited and operate under Australian Credit License 389087. For our full disclaimer, please read our show notes below and we hope you'll tune in to our next episode.